Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This is the free edition of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine, and it's the 10th of October 2012. Estáis escuchando Coffee Break Spanish. You're listening to the Coffee Break Spanish magazine. My name is Mark, and I'm your host for the show. I'll be guiding you through this episode, helping you understand all our fantastic content. This week, we'll be joining Alba on the streets of Barcelona, where she is talking to passers-by about un buen profesor, what makes a good teacher. Laura's idiomatic phrase this week is por si las moscas. We'll find out more about that and we'll find out what JP and Nayeli have for us in our CUNY Spanish section. All of this and more coming up in this episode of... We've had some fantastic feedback already from last week's first episode of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine. Some of you have been wondering exactly what level we're aiming the Coffee Break Spanish magazine at. Well, in fact, we're actually trying to target both intermediate and advanced learners with the content. With our interviews, sometimes we have very complicated and long answers. Other times, our answers are much more succinct and easier to understand. Equally, with our listeners' questions, it depends entirely on what the questions you have asked are. So last week's question was perhaps more straightforward, and this week's question involves the subjunctive and is a little more complicated. And likewise, with Laura's frase idiomática de la semana, we can sometimes have more complex phrases or more straightforward phrases. So hopefully with our magazine, we are providing something that all of our intermediate and advanced learners can access. Okay, it's time to begin this week's lesson. And in our first section this week, we're going over to Laura for the frase idiomática de la semana. Y estamos aquí con Laura. Hola, Laura. Hola, Marc. ¿Qué tal estás hoy? Muy bien. ¿Qué tal estás tú? Yo, muy bien. Bueno, ¿qué has escogido para nosotros esta semana? Esta semana te traigo una frase que a mí me gusta mucho. Se trata de por si las moscas. Ok, por si las moscas. Sí. Las moscas, ¿qué son? The flies. The flies, sí. Pensaba que, que eran los flies. <laughs> los flies que, que vuelan en el cielo, ¿no? Exacto. Entonces, por si las moscas. Mm -hmm. Entonces, ¿nos puedes dar un ejemplo de esta frase, por favor? Sí. Por ejemplo, cuando estás en la puerta de tu casa y te dice tu madre, Laura, 
coge el paraguas por si las moscas. Quiere decir, coge el paraguas por si va a llover. Entonces es, es la misma cosa que por si acaso. Sí, exacto. En inglés, just in case. Exacto. Entonces, get the umbrella just in case. Yes. Por si las moscas. Uh -huh. Y... ¿Sabes algo de los orígenes de esta frase? Sí, los orígenes son eh, graciosos. Eh, resulta que utilizaban esta frase cuando querían evitar que la comida fuese tocada por las moscas. Entonces eh, la gente cubría, tapaba la comida por si las moscas venían y no querían que la tocase. Entonces se quedó la frase reducida a por si las moscas. Y se utiliza siempre para prevenir algo. Perfecto. Pues una explicación muy interesante. ¿Podemos utilizar la frase, la misma frase en, en otros ejemplos? Sí, claro. Por ejemplo, imagínate que estás en clase y al día siguiente tienes un examen y llega un compañero y te pregunta «Oye, ¿te vas a estudiar el tema 5? He escuchado que, que no entra». Y tú le respondes «Sí, me lo voy a estudiar por si las moscas». Quiere decir que te lo vas a estudiar por si acaso en el examen entra. Perfecto. Pues explico un poco en inglés, por si, por, por si las moscas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so you're in class and your friend asks you, are you going to study theme number five? Because you've got an exam tomorrow. And you say, yeah, I'm going to study it just in case, por si las moscas. Exactly. Y una cosa, esta frase es bastante informal, ¿no? Sí, podemos decir que se suele utilizar entre compañeros de clase o, con, o entre familiares, por ejemplo. Pero con tu jefe no. Eh, bueno, mejor no. Vale, vale, vale. Bueno, Laura, tú estarás de vuelta la semana que viene con otra frase idiomática, quizás. Algo interesante os traeré, claro que sí. Perfecto, pues muchas gracias. Gracias a vosotros. Muchas gracias a Laura. Thanks to Laura there for her interesting contribution to this week's Coffee Break Spanish magazine. Now, this week, we have an interesting question from listener Steve, don't we, JP? That's right, Mark, we do indeed. Hi, everyone, this is JP here with Q&A Spanish for the Coffee Break magazine. I'm here, as always, with the lovely and talented Nayeli. Hola, Nayeli. Hola, JP. So, Nayeli, here's a great question that you can help us answer. Steve writes in, and he found this sentence, uh, I'll just read it to you. It says, Él habría fingido que le gustó la fiesta. So he would have pretended that he liked the party. Since liking the party is a hypothetical, Steve is wondering if he shouldn't use the subjunctive in this case. What do you think, Nayeli? Él habría fingido que le gustó la fiesta. Should he change gustó to a subjunctive form? Never. No. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you don't like it. You don't like que le guste la fiesta or que le gustara or gustase la fiesta? No, it hurts my ears. It hurts JP. your ears? It does, okay. it does, it does. <laughs> okay, so there you have it straight from Nayeli. It's not something that native speakers will want to do. And Steve, I think I know why. The form that they would use is an indicative, mm -hmm. um, either preterito or imperfecto okay. would be more appropriate. Right, so preterito would be le gusto and imperfect would be... Le gustaba la fiesta. So the phrase would read, Él habría fingido que le gustó la fiesta o él habría fingido que le gustaba la fiesta. Okay, definitely indicative and not subjunctive. Steve, I can tell you why we don't use the subjunctive there. 
The independent clause, el había fingido, is not one of the phrases that triggers the subjunctive. So if the subjunctive is not triggered, then we're not going to use the subjunctive. All right, so you heard it here first. Steve, don't use the subjunctive in this case. Thanks for your question. Folks, if you have questions, please come to our website, which is qnaspanish.com. When you get to the website, you can find all sorts of ways to ask us your own Spanish questions. Now, this is going to wrap it up for the Q&A Spanish segment in this Coffee Break Spanish magazine. But remember, we have our own show over at our website. That's qnaspanish.com. Q and A Spanish. Remember the word and is spelled out. qnaspanish.com. So thanks to Steve for this week's question. It's time to return to Mark for the rest of this week's CBS Magazine. Hasta luego. Hasta pronto. Muchas gracias a JP y a Nayeli, como siempre. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. In between lessons of Coffee Break Spanish, why not check out our social media accounts? On Facebook, just search for Coffee Break Spanish. We post regular language challenges and cultural information. We are Learn Spanish on Twitter. And you can come behind the scenes with the Coffee Break team by searching for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. Practice your Spanish and join the conversation with Coffee Break Spanish. un buen profesor es alguien que te ayuda a sacar lo mejor de ti para que tú puedas aprender de ti mismo y de los demás alguien que sepa enseñar lo que yo necesito saber alguien que se sabe explicar pues una persona que te, que te enseña que te sabe enseñar pero 
que tiene ganas de hacer, lo que ves que pone interés en, en enseñarte lo que él sabe o lo que tú tienes que aprender, pero sobre todo sus ganas de enseñarte, no porque sea profesor y tenga que decir, bueno, pues vamos a hacer esto, esto y esto, sino que ponga ganas y que te las transmita. Entonces, seguro que aprendes. So, quite a lot of Spanish to listen to there and to understand. What we're going to do is go back and listen to each answer in turn. And I'll help you understand what the speakers have said. Okay, let's listen to the first response. Un buen profesor es alguien que te ayuda a sacar lo mejor de ti para que tú puedas aprender de ti mismo y de los demás. So, un buen profesor es alguien que te ayuda a sacar lo mejor de ti. He helps you, or she helps you, to bring out the best in yourself so that you can learn from yourself and from those around you. Let's listen to the next answer. Alguien que sepa enseñar lo que yo necesito saber. And this example is using a subjunctive response. Alguien que sepa enseñar. So someone who knows how to teach. Lo que yo necesito saber. That which I need to know. Someone who knows how to teach what I need to know. And the subjunctive response is used because the speaker isn't sure if that person exists. They're talking about a hypothetical person. So the speaker says, Un buen profesor es alguien que sepa enseñar lo que yo necesito saber. A good teacher is someone who knows how to teach what I need to know. Let's listen to answer number three. Alguien que se sabe explicar. This is a very quick response. This speaker is saying that a good teacher is someone who knows how to explain him or herself. Let's go on and listen to our fourth answer, which is certainly a bit longer. Pues una persona que te, que te enseña, que te sabe enseñar, pero que tiene ganas de hacer, lo que ves que pone interés en, en enseñarte lo que él sabe o lo que tú tienes que aprender, pero sobre todo sus ganas de enseñarte, no porque sea profesor y tenga que decir, bueno, pues vamos a hacer esto, esto y esto, sino que ponga ganas y que te las transmita. Entonces, seguro que aprendes. So, a much longer answer this time. Let's split it up and listen to each section individually. Pues una persona que te, que te enseña, que te sabe enseñar, pero que tiene ganas de hacer, lo que ves que pone interés en, en enseñarte lo que él sabe o lo que tú tienes que aprender, pero sobre todo sus ganas. So this speaker thinks that the important thing for a good teacher is his or her ganas. Sobre todo sus ganas. Above all, his desire or her desire. De enseñarte, no porque sea profesor y tenga que decir, bueno, pues vamos a hacer esto, esto y esto, sino que ponga ganas y que te las transmita. Entonces, seguro que aprendes. So it's not just a case of being a teacher and having to say, okay, we're going to do this and this and this, but it's more a question of having the desire to teach and to transmit that desire to the students that the person is teaching. Vamos a volver al estudio con Mark. Nos interesa mucho su opinión. Mark, ¿qué es para ti un buen profesor? Pues buena pregunta, Alba. Yo estoy de acuerdo con la última persona con la cual hablamos. Creo que un buen profesor tiene que mostrar su interés y transmitir este interés a sus alumnos. 
Y espero que yo haga así con estas lecciones de Coffee Break Spanish. Muchas gracias, Alba, y hasta la semana que viene. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week's free edition of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine. Now, as we mentioned last week, you can get lots more out of your Coffee Break Spanish magazine experience by signing up for our premium version. This includes an extended audio show in which we go through in great detail every single phrase, every word that our interviewees have said and provide extra practice on the words and phrases contained in these interviews. You also get access to the exclusive video versions of the interviews and you'll be able to see what everyone looks like and follow along with the Spanish subtitles. The premium version also includes a full set of transcripts and exercises which will allow you to perfect your Spanish. To find out how to access the premium version of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine, head over to coffeebreakspanishmagazine.com and that will take you straight to that category on the Radio Lingua website. Now, just before we finish this episode, I'd like to remind you that the 8th Annual Podcast Awards are currently open for nominations, and we'd like to ask our community to nominate Coffee Break Spanish, Coffee Break French, or indeed any of our other shows for an award. Now, we don't normally ask for your votes like this, but we figure that everyone else is asking for your vote just now, so we might as well do so too. You can nominate Coffee Break Spanish or Coffee Break French in the education category of the awards. Feel free to nominate other podcasts that you listen to in other categories. And if you feel we deserve it, we would also ask that you consider nominating Coffee Break Spanish or Coffee Break French for one of the special categories, People's Choice or Best Produced. Now, you can only submit one nomination form, so please make sure it's right first time. The nomination period finishes on the 15th of October, so that just gives you a few days to get your nominations in. To vote for us in the Podcast Awards, head over to podcastawards.com. That's podcastawards.com. And where you're asked to put in the URL for the podcast, then simply put in coffeebreakspanish.com or coffeebreakfrench.com, whichever show you listen to. We hope that you will consider nominating us for a podcast award. That's all for this week. Thank you once again, and we'll be back again next time with more Coffee Break Spanish magazine. Muchas gracias como siempre y hasta la próxima. This podcast was brought to you by the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at www.radiolingua.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. 
Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.